Welcome to Conviction Strong Radio, the podcast that gives you the empowerment tools and subject matter experts you need to navigate that winding and sometimes bumpy road of life with a strong mind, strong body, and strong spirit. And now, the guys that know the way to Awesome Town, Craig Heisel and Jake Walsh. On being remembered. Everything lasts for a day, the one who remembers and the remembered. It's from Marcus Aurelius Meditations 4.35. Take a walk down 41st Street towards the beautiful New York City Public Library with its majestic stone lines. On your way up Library Way, you'll pass a gold placard laid into the cement, part of a series of quotations from great writers throughout history. This one is from Marcus Aurelius. Everything is only for a day, both that which remembers and that which is remembered. The library itself was designed by the firm of John Mervyn Carrier, of the 20th century's most accomplished architects, one of the 20th century's most accomplished architects. It combines the collections of such luminaries and philanthropists as Samuel Tilden, John Jacob Astor, and James Lennox, and their names are carved into the stone. Today, the naming rights go to the hedge fund manager, Stephen A. Schwartzman. The opening of the library in 1911 was attended by President William Howard Taft, Governor John Alden Dix, and New York City Mayor William Gay Joyner, J. Gaynor. William J. Gaynor. The plaques you pass on your way were designed by the excellent Greg Lefebvre. Marcus's quote makes us ponder. How many of these people have we ever heard of? The people involved in the story of the library were some of the most famous men in the world, masters of their respective crafts, rich beyond imagination in some cases. Even along Library Way, many of the famous authors are unfamiliar to the modern reader. They are all long gone, as are the people who remembered them. All of us, including Marcus, who is passed over by just as many unaware pedestrians, last for just a day, at most. Good stuff. So that was a reading from Daily Stoic. Welcome to Conviction Strong Radio. I'm your host, Craig Heisel. With me, as always, is the lovely Jake Walsh, who just read an ex- ex- excerpt excerpt from the Daily Stoic. We're going to do a little book review today, jumping into the new year. And the Daily Stoic has had quite an impression on me th- in 2017. So we thought we'd share a little bit about the book and get after it. So that was a that was a reading from yesterday. Yeah. Correct? Yes. No? Um, the book is called The Daily Stoic. It's 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living. And it is from author Ryan Holiday, who's a best-selling author of several books, one of them being The Obstacle is the Way. Um, and Stephen Hanselman helped Ryan write this book. So it, uh, the Daily Stoic is basically, um, I don't want to say, so it's excerpts from people like Seneca, Epictetus, and uh, Marcus Aurelius. Um, and Stoicism is, if you're not familiar, is essentially... It's not about what happens to you. It's about how you what you do about it. It's about how you process it. So in Stoicism, the Stoic thoughts, um, y- you're responsible for everything you uh, think, say, feel, or do. So you're always 
you always have control, not necessarily of what what fate or whoever you want to say brings upon you, but um, what you do about it. If you get angry, it's your fault. If you're happy, it's your fault. Um, if you're sad, it's your fault. Um, right, so happenings, we it acknowledges over and over that happenings we don't have control over necessarily. Correct. But our responses to those happenings are what we need to control and spend a lifetime in some regards fighting for that control or fighting for improvement. I like that. That's good. So stoicism uh, rings clear for me. I really enjoy. I remember journaling, oh, geez, like 15 years ago. And I was just journaling like I normally do. And I and I stumbled upon this concept. And it's kind of laughable now. But it was like a lightning bolt that hit me. It's everything that bothers me is my own fault. And I'll, and I'll, st- I'll never forget when I was writing that. And it was how I was able to bring back a little bit of control in my life. And, you know, the there's, there's a, a yoke to stoicism, for lack of a better term, or responsibility to stoicism. You have to constantly present with some self-awareness. So anger is a big right. issue in, has been a big issue in my life. Uh, it seems to be my default emotion when things aren't going my way. And you kind of, I've learned through self-awareness and through reading some stoic principles about how to get better with that and how to recognize the red flags and how to uh, redirect uh, the negative emotions that I'm feeling into just Sometimes it's just acceptance, kind of letting that kind of just flow through you a little bit and just chill out, let it let it go, let it do its thing, don't react with it, just kind of let it pass through you and then move on. That's good. And then other times it's kind of trying to look for the root of it so it doesn't it's not the default emotion. So stoicism can be it to some people maybe on the outside maybe it sounds a little uh I don't know, authoritarian or disciplinarian or or whatever, you know, you but to me it's it's liberating to the fact that I can communicate better when I'm responsible for everything that's coming out of my mouth and all the emotions that I'm feeling. It just it presents more freedom for me. Yeah, it should be seem who I want to be. Authoritarian authoritarian authoritative it's a philosophy yes so it's not i mean it's a school of thought right right it's not like these you can take it or leave it i mean in 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 this case with this book you can take it or leave it every single day and then i think that's an analogy for most things in life yes you do not have to you don't have to paint in such broad strokes you don't have to go all in on something even if you're conflicted about it especially if you're conflicted about it but you can you can poke around in the embers and see what uh, if any flames shoot up and that's important pull what works for you and discard what doesn't i mean in any domain mm-hmm. um everyone's journey is so individualized you know it's foolish or prideful to think that there's um large 
answers that apply to everyone. Uh, but so stoicism, uh, I'm trying to think, I've heard people say that it, the, uh, it, I guess I'm kind of laughing because, uh, I've heard people say that it teaches you to be dead inside that you're, you know, just not responsive to anything. Like, That's completely the opposite of what it does. I think opinion. so too. Um, in fact, I feel more alive when I, uh, have more control over what I'm thinking, feeling, doing whatever emotions I have feel more productive. I feel like my environment's more a product of me instead of reactionary to my environment. Right. Which is, it's good. Um, and it's, it's about good for you and I, <laughs> I it, mean. it's about cultivating virtues right there. It's built on four virtues. This is my understanding anyways. Um, it, those virtues are wisdom, courage, justice, and temperance. And so, I don't think you can um, pursue or cultivate those virtues or a life, uh, a virtuous life while being dead inside. I, I don't think I can. I'm sure someone somewhere can. So maybe I'm incorrect when I say that. But um, what I like about this book and other daily books uh, is that it, if it, if the idea is new to you in this case stoicism if you've never dabbled in it or uh you don't know anything about it this breaks it off into daily bite-sized chunks and again you can take it or leave it every day so even if you only commit to reading one page every day and then discarding it it's at least you're opening up yourself to something new um but it's not an overwhelming amount i guess is what i'm saying so it's appealing to beginners i think or it, it should be yeah so the way the book is, is is broken down is there's three parts um and then uh part one part uh is the discipline of perception part two is the discipline of action and part three is the discipline of will and then each month has a subset of that part so part one is january february march and april and for instance january uh, the focus is on clarity. February is the fo the focus is on passions and emotions. Uh, March focuses awareness, and April's unbiased thought. And what it what the book does is it gives you a stoic thought from one of the stoic writers, and then Ryan breaks it down. The author Ryan Holiday breaks it down a little bit further into Maybe. kind of giving you a broader concept of what that small thought meant, and then lets you chew on that all day. And I can tell you this: that for me, and I've tried this two ways this year and I'll read this book again next year uh, in 18 is I've tried going in the morning you know it's one of the first readings I have when I wake up and then I've tried it in the evening and both are constructive for me and it's it's kind of wild in different ways you mean yeah huh. uh, it's kind of wild what you'll see when you read it at the end of the net at the end of the day and how you can reflect on your day a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I can say my overall preference is reading it in the morning to kind of prepare myself mentally. Um, and usually I do this with a couple breathing exercises and really try to ingest it. But um, what you were saying with, so again, to, to summate stoicism just a little bit in the introduction of the book, just read you guys a quick, quick thought on stoicism if you're unfamiliar. 
It says here in the book, except to the most avid seekers of wisdom, Stoicism is either unknown or misunderstood. Indeed, it would be hard to find a word dealt a greater injustice at the hands of the English language than Stoic. To the average person, this vibrant, action-oriented, and paradigm-shifting way of living has become shorthand for emotionlessness. Given the fact that the mere mention of philosophy makes most nervous or bored, Stoic philosophy on the surface sounds like the last thing anyone would want to learn about, let alone urgently need in the course of daily life. What a sad fate for a philosophy that even one of its occasional critics, Arthur Schopenhauer, would describe as the highest point to which man can attain by the mere use of his faculty of reason. Our goal with this book is to restore Stoicism to its rightful place as a tool in the pursuit of self-mastery, perseverance, and wisdom, something one uses to live a great life rather than some esoteric fear field of academic inquiry. So, um, what, what has been good for me um, with that, I'll use that reading that we opened a podcast with um, as an example, is I get wound up, uh, you wrapped around the axles or whatever analogy you, you want to use. You do, yeah. With Shake Walsh does with everyday things, I'm even shocked. when I, I don't have a timeline or there's just things that pop up in my head, like vacuuming the truck. When it comes up in my head, it's it's need it needs to be done right now, or it should have already been done. Hmm. There's no. I don't allow myself the timeline. Uh, so I have this false sense of urgency that's in my head. Um, Why do you think that is, to be honest? With most that's curious things. I don't, I don't know. I have a host of possible. I don't know. Because I could say you're not alone. I mean, there's quite often times that I've put that, that timeline on myself as well. Well, I, I don't want to diagnose it because I, I think it would be just generalizing. I and maybe inaccurately, I don't, I don't know why. Um, but the why, I guess, doesn't matter as much as the how I recognize it and um, attempt to make difference there going forward um, for myself and those around me. Um, but with that reading that we opened about about how everything is forgotten by everyone eventually um and to some that might sound uh nihilist or fatalistic yeah or yeah. daunting even like well what's it all for or that goes back to nihilism i guess and uh to me that's reassuring so uh, immediately that undercuts these false timelines that i put in my in my life. Um, so reading that helps me acknowledge those false, those pseudo timelines, the pseudo importance that I put onto things. Um, and some of the things that I get wound up about are important, but that's all subjective, right? To the timing, to the circumstance, to the individual, to, uh, the actual importance of the thing, uh, or lack of in most cases, um, like vacuuming a car, like who, why did that need to be done an hour ago? <laughs> but that's how my brain works. Um, and then when I have a list of things to do, they all need to be done right now. Hmm. So um, when I remind myself that everything isn't life or death, which my brain goes to, everything isn't 
get it done as fast as possible. You know, that some things need to take time and happen on their own timeline or a different timeline than what's in me. Um, and that ultimately, um, it's not going to be remembered. Like when I vacuumed the car, how quickly I did it. None of that matters. Right. World, world record vacuum cleaning time. Even if I set the world record, like we read in the beginning of the book, break it sometime. And in 50 years from now, no one will care. No one will remember. And the people that set the record and the people that remember the record being set will be gone. Maybe not 50 years, but a hundred years from now. And, um, it's just, so to me, that's reassuring. It, it reminds me not to take things so seriously. Um, and it also relieves some of that pressure. But I think more importantly than that is what I'm trying to say is that it being a daily reader, um, and then stoicism tied into it. So one, it, it helps keep me aware. Uh, it helps keep me accountable to try to progress forward every day, even if it's just reading one page at a time to try to further my own knowledge and renew my awareness, even on a personal level. And then hopefully I take that and ripple it outward in the things that I do and the examples that I set or try to. Um, but it also relieves some of that pressure too, reminding me in this case that it's not so serious. So it allow it has allowed me to be a little more vulnerable and to have more fun where I wouldn't have otherwise because of that reminder. I like that. Um, and that's just one day. Yeah. In this book. So if I can pull that from one day of this book, imagine the hope that resides in between those pages for me. Right. As a, not a way to self-medicate, but a way to continue forging progress in the direction that I want to be um, a year from now or, or even a month from now or even this afternoon. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying every day is a promise, but it's, it's helped me align things. It's helped me become more vulnerable. It's helped me recognize things that I don't otherwise. It's helped me clarify some things, and it's relieved some pressure. And maybe that was the key to all those other things happening. Sure. Um, so for me, the daily stoic or stoicism is the exact opposite of being dead inside. It's, it's compelled me to embrace the things that I'm afraid of joy and vulnerability and compassion and honesty. Right. (laughs) And that goes to a much bigger narrative that you and I have talked about. And that's how conflicted I am about things on, on such a a level where I don't like the podcast itself. I don't feel like I need to be, I don't feel like I'm the person to tell anyone anything, but, and so that's the paradox of this whole podcast for me is that every week we continue to do it. And I still uh, don't feel like I'm in any kind of a position to be telling people stuff like, Hey, try this, right. You know, do that. Uh, but again, I, what I keep coming back to is maybe there's someone else out there similar in their way of thinking or in their, where they're at in their position in life. And they're not sure where to pull hope from. 
So if I can tell them where I've pulled it from, uh, in this case, because this podcast today is about this book, Daily Stoic, I'm going to tell you how it's impacted me individually, and hopefully it it can help someone else. Um, I bought this book three or four times this year before I bought it for myself. I, I kept buying it and sending it to, to people. Huh. And I had read a little bit about this book and, you know, some people that I follow on Instagram, like Ryan Holiday, have posted quotes from it. And and so it got, that's where I started to glean that hope from. And then I started to read more about Stoicism and the practice, the philosophy of it and um so before I even owned the book it was hopeful for me and I was using I was disseminating it for people um who I thought may benefit from it um so I I don't know I hope that wasn't too far off the path I I I think like I said it's gone the opposite direction for me as far as a lot of people think it's that lack of emotion but it's gone the other way for me yeah so same for me and there's be a lot of times when i'll i'll read something that really resonates with me and i'll and i'll post it on the social needs and people ask what's that book what's that book what's that book and and quite a few of my friends on the social media that i don't normally get to see day to day life have bought the book because of something that resonated with them um i believe i firmly believe that two things when we talk about this stuff is that everybody needs a philosophy to stay rooted in their life so while you are while you personally are not concerned with you know why something's happening uh just kind of how to reconcile it for me at the where i'm at in my life i want to know all the i want to know where the roots are coming from um because I've been working on the house for so long about how to work through and work around. Now I want to uproot it and plant new, right. New, um, I guess new seeds, uh, get and get back to. Yeah. That's um, like the physical too, like revisiting the foundations. And so, yeah, that was my second point. So with, with the daily stoic, you know, just like we take a, hopefully we, we take a bath every day, you know, a shower, a bath. We, hopefully I did we, not today. We clean ourselves physically every day. I always look at this as kind of a, a mental or emotional or even spiritual kind of, um, I know, don't want to say cleansing, but it's off, I, it's kind of like a Q-tip. We're pretty know? fortunate to be able to wash ourselves every day. We are. And I think when you realize we are uh, when you just re- to even have you, that choice when you really and, and to have hot water, you know, yeah, and to not us. have to worry about getting shot or mortared while right. you're in the shower or something like that. Right. So when you look at it from those principles, you know, if you can clean yourself physically, I, I like to clean myself mentally uh, or refocus spiritually and all these little points each day kind of help guide that and it's amazing how much you'll see or what it was for me how much that resonates at that time for you you know it's um it's amazing how you can find that whatever this the the excerpt was how it can how it can fit in whatever you're dealing with that day it's it's very incredible right you know some miss some like that's not pertinent or i don't even understand it yet right so this is why i will i will read it again you know 
um, and go through it. And uh, and I don't I don't hit it every day, um, but I know on the days that I do hit it, um, I definitely feel more grounded or centered or um, accepting in a positive way of the thing and then um, stirring the thing or repositioning the thing to my advantage. When I do not do that, um, I forget. Right. Uh, Yeah, we're human. It's a discipline. It's a practice. Right. But if you don't have a philosophy that guides you in those bigger decisions and, and the way with a capital W, the way that you live your life. Um, I think you're personally, I think you're missing out on a deeper, a deeper level or deeper measure of how to live and how to deepen your own existence and make it more enjoyable for yourself and those around you. Uh, but you have to understand that it's a process and it takes time. This isn't, read this for 366 days or just binge read it in one day and then you're good. Right. You know, it's not, it's a practice. And, and I think that's what's nice about the daily stuff. I've read a little uh, other dailies and well, I've gone in and out of other dailies, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, just like anything else, they were tools for progress mm-hmm. um you know b- so reading it doesn't just bestow the knowledge and the tool and right. the discipline it's a it's a reminder um you know and even if you get this book and you just one out of the 366 resonates with you that's a book that you should own and keep and revisit um and i feel that way about all books um if you pull one positive from it it was yeah absolutely and you should probably own it um (coughs) i think some people approach fitness nutrition uh disciplines in general mental um knowledge like acquisition of knowledge with this all or nothing like if i don't see the results when i feel like i should or you know the amount that i should (coughs) um then it wasn't worth it. So right. they'll go in and out of eating properly or taking care of themselves physically or mentally or um, learning. Uh, a lot of people stagnate on learning in life, which is, um, I think, a more common thing than than we acknowledge because we talk about the physical and the mental here. But mm-hmm. um, if I think, you know, if you can continue to have the discipline, not the hunger, but the discipline to keep learning by even just picking up a book and trying to pull one good thing from it or taking a class and with that same approach and trying to pull one good thing from it or watching a documentary and trying to pull one tidbit of informed information from it. Um, I think that that alone would help our our world currently. <laughs> just try try. Or certainly help your small part of the world that you're and indirectly that will feed right, but trying to operate from information. Uh, But I'm I'm going off on a tangent. I guess what I was saying though is you never do that. That's weird. (laughs) Um, the um, I don't. 
just having that um, one more tool is hopeful to me. So if if you're ever stuck, just keep looking. You know, identify another resource, even if it isn't Correct. the resource. Right. Um, yes, and I think that's important for everybody. You're to gathering more data. Right. It's important to understand that, that while this might be my way, it doesn't have to be your way. Basically, I look at this stuff as kind of like a form of scripture. Scripture is not sure. my way. Uh, it might be somebody else's, and that's fine. Right. I, whatever is making you a better person. But you can see people who read this book or read scripture or whatever it is and don't apply the lessons or go do the opposite of right, <laughs> the exactly. virtues that they read. Right. Uh, and that's, that's, that's global. You know, so you have to find out what you're going to put into action because words without action are relatively useless. Right. Right. And even thoughts without action. I mean, anything w- without being married to action is right. arguably. You have to put it in the, into the ring and see what happens. But perhaps for those of you who are working toward more self-awareness or self-mastery or perseverance. This book, for me and for you and for quite a few other people that we know, unlocks some of those doors. And maybe if you put this into play this year for yourself and do it with some consistency, some discipline, and some action, um, you'll have a better 2018 or a more improved, I don't want to say better, a more improved 2018. You might have had a great 2017. Right. doesn't mean you can't improve. So... I think you brushed over what what is important and what this book has allowed for us is that discipline, awareness, and action. And that's, I think, what we're both saying, and I don't want to speak for you, but as long as, whether it's this book or not, as long as you carry those three things into uh, your endeavors going forward, that's what's more important to us in in, in any domain, whether it's mental, physical, uh, nutrition, you know. And I would say, and I would argue us as a society, like you're doing, like you're allowing us to to experience your gifts when you work with discipline, awareness, and action. Like we get to hear from you in some way, shape, or you resonate. You know, we get to learn from you if you put those principles into play. The thing is, it's not easy and if you judge right. it on your social media likes or something, you can easily get disappointed. If you have an artificial timeline, you can easily stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, uh, It's just a process that you. it should be. A, if you really want to get into it and get after it, it's just a process that takes a lifetime. And for however long we get here, and when we look at the ultimate meaning of it, if people are going to get forget it in 5,000, 2,000 years, uh, five days from now, one day from now, what difference does it make? It will resonate with somebody somewhere at some time, and you get to have that little ripple. And that's your ripple. You you did that. Right. For that one spot in time in a universe of infinite time, <laughs> right? You get to have you, – you got to put in a ripple, and and that's fun. You know, you get to have a little effect. And for whatever that's worth – it might not be worth anything at the end. I don't know. I just know that because I, I go through this with myself. What difference does it make? It feels right when I'm doing something as opposed to when I'm doing nothing. Right. I can t- I can tell you that with, with absolute clarity that it feels better 
when I'm moving towards something of virtue and value that I feel is virtuous and valuable, you know? Um, and it took a long time to get there and figure that out. So, but maybe that's just me. Well, Yoda would say it didn't take you that long. <laughs> Yoga was like 800 years old or something. Wasn't yeah. It? He always calls Luke young Skywalker. Young, young Skywalker. Um, Daily Stoic. Maybe put it on your shelf this year. We, Jake and I certainly recommend it by Ryan Holiday. We'll put a link in the show notes on the Amazons. And we both follow uh, the Daily Stoic and Ryan Holiday on the Instagram. And he's just a great resource. He's got very well-read individual. If you ever go look up Ryan Holiday, he, he has a lot of great book recommendations. He does some public speaking. Yeah, um, he's, he's a good speaker. So he's a um, good storyteller or whatever, I guess. Yeah, um, I think he's got a TED Talk. Or, I haven't. I don't remember. Uh, I've read a couple of other books by him, and he, it's just um, down to earth. It's concise. It's it's not a lot of fluff, I guess. Um, in my opinion, I thought he was. He's a good writer, uh, but started out as a marketer, and yeah. just kind of. Yeah, with some big company, right? Yep. And he's a younger guy. You know, he, he he's uh, – people – that's another thing too, and this is funny. Um, people often get caught up in um, the age of the person in terms of what they can offer, and it's kind of funny to me how much people overlook what uh, a younger person does have to offer who is – maybe more mature spiritually or emotionally or um, just has some some wisdom under them that not everybody does. So we get in, caught in this uh, entitlement generation, and not everybody's like that. Um, right. And I think you just always have to pay attention. And, and like what you said, draw, and that's part of stoicism, draw from what is around you in the manner that you want to receive the information. And then put it back out in the manner you want to put it back out. That's stoicism. You are in control. And uh, it's definitely a fun ride. It's definitely empowering. And it's definitely um, simple. Simple doesn't mean easy. Um, and I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, so we do have a copy Ooh. of the Daily Stoic that we are going to be giving away. Um, so when we post, when we upload and, and post this podcast uh, with it, there will be a giveaway for the a, a copy of the Daily Stoic. So pay attention to that. And um, if you already have it, and you can still be a part of the contest and you can gift it to someone who you think could benefit from it so spread spread those ripples outward and we will you know we will inscribe it <laughs> you'll you'll see a little it'll be from Jake and myself and Conviction Strong Radio so you'll have a little hopefully unique gift you can use on your own or pass on to somebody else cuz that's what makes the world more friggin awesome right buddy yes do you have anything else to add I stopped signing stuff. I just have a brand. That's weird. Like a cattle brand. If that's your thing. Wouldn't it burn a book? It's not my problem. 
Maybe one day we'll get Ryan Holiday. Lack on the of show. awareness. I, I think guess, Ryan I... Holiday will listen to this podcast and be up to date. Look for more. Definitely look for more guests in 2018. We're excited. We got a big year coming up. Yeah, we got we got a lot going on uh, currently. Uh, the fact that it's a new year doesn't change that. But um, you know, we're on Instagram and Facebook. It's a little overwhelming at this point. Uh, Craig's on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Jake Walsh on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Show Your Metal, uh, both on Instagram and Facebook. Conviction Strong Radio. Um, we, we're we working on the website and the Facebook. We are on Instagram. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You can Google us. Uh, listen to us wherever you listen to other podcasts. And... Um, Conviction Training Facility is on Instagram, Facebook, and their website. Uh, so reach out to us. Um, you know, on any one of those social medias, there's 10 there um, and websites. That's ridiculous. And uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you want to hear us discuss. And or... Um, if you have any questions, we're willing to answer. Uh, definitely reach out to us. Um, let us know how we can help. That's cool. Okay. Have a great day. Enjoy the book. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to visit us on our website at convictiontraining.com. Check us out on iTunes or subscribe to us on SoundCloud for all the latest Conviction Strong episodes. And remember, in every obstacle, there is opportunity. Be the person in the arena, not the critic on the sidelines. Have a great week and give out a couple of hugs and high fives along the way. See you out there.